Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellas Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we will be reviewing Kingsman and the Golden Circle, as well as discussing movies that we wish we loved as much as everybody else. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? Pretty well. Uh, we're. I, I'm just. I'm, I'm ready to talk about uh, this movie and this topic. I think this should be a fun episode to do. Yeah, man. Pretty, pretty, pretty fun episode. Um, I was actually really excited for this movie. I um was not. I don't know. <laughs> you're just. You're just a hater. Yeah. I guess you could classify me that. I mean, as that. I don't know. It, it is what it is. I don't really know um, what people want from me. I just like what I like and don't like what I don't like. Sorry. It's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing around, man. All right. Well, let's get into this movie. And. Okay, let me prep before I get into when we start before we start talking about like positives and negatives and you know all of that sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. I want to say just I'm going to stay away from my personal like tastes and things. Like it's just as a movie, this this is a good movie. It's a it's a fun movie. I went in, I enjoyed my time. I sat back and I was just able to you know it's it's a fun ride. Is this going to be on my favorites of the year? No, it's not in contention at all. It's just not my thing. Do I think that anybody who likes it is ridiculous and should, like, be ashamed of them? No, it's just it's just not my thing. <laughs> Sorry. It just is what it is. Um, but all that to say, this is a good movie. So that's my overall thoughts on this movie. What about you? I really had fun with this movie, man. Um I'm going to start off with the bad and say it's not as great as the first one. Okay. I feel like it could have been better, but there must have been a few budgeting issues or something. I, I just don't feel like it was that great, but you can still have a bunch of fun in this movie. There's still a lot of action in this movie, um, and there's a lot of great scenes in this movie. So that's what I'll say about that. All right. Uh, let's start positive then, and I guess I will start with performances. This movie, I mean, you can't really fault anything on this movie when it comes to performances, in my opinion. Everybody is really good at the character that they are given, and as an extension of that, the characters themselves, I mean, these are entertaining characters. These are characters that are just generally likable, and I think... Even Julianne Moore had a; she was a great villain as well. So I really did enjoy these characters. They are fun, entertaining characters, and performed well by the actors. I can't, I'm gonna go ahead and disagree with you on Julianne Moore. But, oh, really? You didn't like her as a villain? Okay, that's interesting. Um, but I will say, for the most part, that all the performances were really done well. Um, I wish we would have gotten more Channing Tatum because he was he was great. I mean, he was really good for what he was in. I just wish we had a little bit more of him. I don't understand why Pedro Pascal's name isn't on the freaking poster. That's I don't a, get that. When he yeah, was, that's a good question. Uh, yeah, because um, he actually Pedro Pascal actually had more screen time than Channing Tatum, and Channing Tatum's Channing Tatum and Jeff Bridges combined did not have enough screen time compared to. Compared to Pedro Pascal, so and Pedro Pascal was just, great. I he was like my favorite character actually, or one of. Yeah, I mean he was just a great character. Um, we'll talk about more about his character later in the negatives, but oh, um, okay. um, I, I I I did like what I generally liked his character. Um, I generally I genuinely liked it. Uh, his character. I uh, I wish that again. I just wish we would have had more screen time with Channing Tatum. Yeah, because he was he was also great. I just loved his reveal of his name. It was one of the greatest scenes in the movie. <laughs> he was just like, um, I'm I'm not gonna say it right now because 
I'm not gonna spoil it for you guys. Yeah. Um, but he, I just wish we had more of him. Um, great. Uh, again, we had great actions, great action uh, scenes in this movie. One of the, you know, especially with when you have a uh, Exy, and when you have um, Harry Hart really teaming up together to take out the bad guys, it's one of the best scenes in the entire movie where they're both just fighting alongside each other. We never really saw that in the first one, so the fact that we got it here in the second one was actually really great. Yes, I I agree to an extent. I mean, okay, this is where we start getting... I'm going to try to stay away from this as much as possible, but this is where we start getting to. It's just... I, I watch it, I'm just like, cool. I mean, I get it. I get why people like it, but it's just... I, it's not my style of action that I would prefer. Now, at the same time, there, I'm not going to say that the action in this movie is a negative. That that's that's what I'm trying to say here. Is is it like the action that I like to see on the screen? No. Is it good action, well shot and executed action? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this I would take this action in the action in this movie over the action in American Assassin every day of the week. I mean, it, it's just shot. You can actually tell what's happening. It's shot better. It's it's not cut to pieces. Um, it, it's just more well done in this movie. So that's definitely not a negative for me. One, another, uh, my last big positive, I guess, is just the story. I mean, I, this is a, th- this was an entertaining story. I was sitting back and again, just you're going to be thoroughly entertained. It's well-paced for the most part. It's well-paced and it's well-directed and you're just, you're going to sit and enjoy this movie and enjoy this story. I actually like, I I know we'll talk about it with your negatives, but I actually like Julianne Moore as the villain. I, for this world, I liked her plan uh, or whatever. And the different twists and turns that this story takes in particular with some of the characters that were introduced to, I actually enjoyed. Now, that's not to say the per- the story is perfect. There is one big aspect of the story that I did not like, which we will get to. But as a whole, the story and as I said before, the characters were both really good and really well done. So, that's why overall I think this is a good movie. Yeah, I mean, it was a pretty fun movie, pretty uh, pretty well shot. I mean, like you said, the action yeah. scenes were shot really well. Uh, I think the overall it had good cinematography for what it for me for what it could have had. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, I mean, you do get that old soundtrack. Uh, I was talking, I was talking to you on the phone with Carlos when when um, when you see Harry come back and he he's back in action. They play that 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 Kingsman soundtrack and this is great. You just you're just getting that revamp from the first one, and it's it's really great to see that uh, that they still have some really good soundtracks in the movie. You have a few cameos here and there. Um, we'll get to the cameos in my negatives, uh, but overall, it was a pretty fun movie. I think great action again, great action. Um, I do like the story and this one for the most part. I do mm-hmm. like the fact that it is that you do. I do like the expansion of this universe. I do like the fact that there is uh, an American Kingsman, and they're called Statesmen. I do like the fact that they do have something out there. Um, I like the fact that this is the first time that they've basically kind of get acquainted with each other. Just like, what? You guys exist? <laughs> so I like it. I like it. I like the fact that there's a bigger world out there, and I'm, I'm interested to see if they do. I do think that they might make a third one just because the first well, yeah. one was just – yeah, just because the first one was just so successful, um, I do think that uh, it's going to be great seeing the Americans work with uh, with the British. I want to see if uh, if Spain even has their own version. I want to see like what what countries have their own version and which ones don't. It's going to be great to see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to move into negatives then? Yeah, man, let's do it. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> uh... I am going again going to stay away from like my personal like feelings about some of these things but I think that there's a lot of and I won't say a lot this this is a smaller point because I think you're going to make my bigger point and I'll just chime in on there but I think there's some emotional moments in the movie that are supposed to be like these really impactful emotional moments that I just didn't feel I don't think they were well executed and even just smaller emotional moments where a character, even towards the end of the movie, a character gets something that they were striving for. And it's supposed to be like this 
finally, we had like one conversation about this thing that the character got. And I didn't care as much as I felt like I probably should have. And I think that there are moments throughout this movie much like that where you're just like, I feel like that was, should have been a bigger deal, but it really wasn't. And that, that's, again, this is just a, this is a nitpick in a way, but that that is a negative for me that I think that some of the big, bigger emotional moments weren't as impactful as they should have been. I'll agree with you. Like there are some things that happened in the movie and for those of you guys who watched the first one like me, you're like, you're like, no. And then like the next scene, it's it's okay. Like it, like they're fine. Like you don't feel the loss. Like you should be feeling the loss. Yeah. Because you followed some of these characters in the first film. It's not a spoiler, people. It's in the freaking trailer. Um, you know, so it just it, it just sucks that you didn't get that emotional payoff like you want that, that these characters should have had. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Dawn of the Planet. I feel like War of the Planet of the Apes like just it does that for you you know you feel a loss just because you see you see these apes reacting to it you know mm-hmm. and it, it it's not just one quick scene you know it's throughout this movie where you see that you, you feel the loss mm-hmm. um i want to be talking about now i'm moving on to julianne moore she was very cartoonish to me very cartoonish to me i did not like her over the top like i at first i was i was like okay this is really cool. Like I like her performance, but then it got super cartoony. I got over the top. I just, I found it. So I kind of got a spy kids feel from it, especially when she had those dogs with her. I felt like I should be watching this in 3d because I feel like this is exactly what it was. I got a spy kids vibe every time we got to her little place and yeah. it was it was not that's where I, it, it took me over i felt like i was watching two different movies at at, at certain points in time it's like what am i watching um okay. i just i just didn't feel very serious every time she was on screen okay well then um, i have a major her, question some, for of, you some of her questions uh, and like i'm just gonna end it with this go for it um so the cgi like <laughs> and this has to do also yeah. with the cgi man there are some deaths it's Especially horrible. the last death. At times. It was yeah. horrendous. I'm talking about the, some of the worst CGI I've ever, like, I've seen, like, in the last, like, eight to ten years. Like, it's that bad. I won't go that far, but it's, uh, at times, like, it's pretty bad. I, yeah. Look, that last scene, Carlos, and you have to admit, that last, that last scene, that last kill, it was really bad. I noticed it more at the beginning uh, than at the end, I would say, but, yeah. <laughs> All right, what was your question? Okay. See, I'm trying very hard not to crap on the cartooniness and the ridiculousness of this whole movie. Because, again, that's the, that's what this movie is going for. So that that's my question. Isn't that... I mean, that's why I didn't... Like, I didn't think to include it as a negative. Because th- that's the whole movie. The whole movie is ridiculous and cartoony. I don't think it's cartoony. Yes, it is. You know, you're dealing with... I'm, you're dealing with people getting shot in the freaking face, Carl. I mean, I wouldn't say it's cartoony. I mean, Violent I, cartoons, but yes, cartoony. I mean... I wouldn't think it's, the like, The dude has a robot arm. Like, oh, just, okay. Okay, so, I mean, are you going to say... There's an umbrella like, that shoots... A, it's... The whole thing is a cartoon. Okay, that, that's are you going to say I, that... I are you going to say, like... Okay, okay, would you say the same thing about the old James Bond movies, then? Yes, they are. They're very cheesy and cartoony. And I think that that's what they're going for with this movie. They're trying to poke fun in a way, but also in a in a way kind of pay homage to those types of movies. If it was supposed to be cartoony, fine. But the fact that they just went over the top cartoony with Julianne Moore's character. I can't believe I'm defending I this just, movie right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, the fact that they went just over the top of Julianne, Julianne, uh, Julianne Moore's character, it, just, it really just threw me off because... You have Eggsy, like, like Eggsy is the most human character there, and then you have Holly Berry, who, uh, Holly Berry, which I loved Holly Berry in this movie, I don't know about you, but I really loved Holly Berry in this movie, she was just such a sweet character. She was there, right? I, that, I don't know, she didn't really do anything I, for me. I mean, I, I loved her character, I liked her, I loved her in the parts she, yeah, she was in, but, I mean, you could just tell that some of these characters had such real emotion, like, Eggsy had real emotion, um, Harry had some emotion in there. Um, you know, different characters had some different emotions in there, mm-hmm. so it felt kind of human to me, and it felt kind of realistic. But then Julianne Julianne Moore's character just comes out with these freaking spy kids dogs, and, I, and it just kind of ruined the whole thing for me, honestly. But okay, 
Like go, there was back nothing, to the first like one. there was nothing there was nothing like that in yes, the first there one. Is. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, there is. Okay. Number the one with the the girl with the the lady with the freaking um, swords for legs legs yes that's okay, ridiculous but that's not but that's not that's not that's not remotely controlled dogs you think that's more plausible than the dogs yeah no, I do it's think that's not. more plausible than the dogs I hundred percent okay I hundred percent think Look, that that's more plausible right. than the dogs and then okay. Even if we want to go to all right, spoiler alert for the first Kingsman. I'm going to spoil something at the end of the at the end of the first Kingsman movie. So skip ahead 30 seconds. That's the two times on the 15 second button if you don't want to hear it. Ready? Go. Their heads explode in different colors at the end of the movie. Like it's this huge kind of cartoony end to the, that movie. The whole movie, and that's my point. The the whole this whole franchise is over the top ridiculous cartoony now i have accepted that that's what this franchise is i don't like it it's not something that i go man i want to see this again but i understand that that's what this is now i do agree with you i think i think we do agree in a sense on this movie that at times it gets a little bit it takes it a little a step too far with the ridiculous cartooniness now we disagree on what parts that is i don't think julianne moore is where they step over the line in this movie but i do think at times they do so that i i think we agree in a general sense but it's just the particulars of where we have the issue with the cartooniness that we disagree on now that being said one thing I thought you were going to bring up, I did, was not expecting you to go in that direction, and I love that we did go in that direction. But <laughs> one thing I thought you were going to bring up was Colin First character, um, Harry, right? That's his name. Mm-hmm. Okay, he. I don't think he needed to come back. I really don't. Now, yes, if you are a huge fan of this movie or the first movie or this franchise or whatever, you're going to like that he's back because you get to see the dynamic between the two of them again, all that stuff. I get that. That's fine. But story-wise, I really don't think he added much to this movie. I, honestly, now this movie is almost two and a half hours long. It doesn't really feel like that because it is really well-paced and really well-directed. But if there's anything that I would have cut out to shorten this movie up, it's the Harry stuff. I really don't think he adds much to this movie in terms of the story. Now, maybe if you're attached to these characters, you can say he adds it emotionally, and that's fair. But I didn't get that, so I can't really say that. But for me, I just don't think he added anything story-wise, and I really don't think he had a reason to be there. Um, I mean, I'm not going to go ahead and say that he did, because they are pretty much already solving that, and he ended up just tagging along. Exactly. But, I mean, I just don't like... Look, I'm going to go ahead and say he didn't have to be, but I enjoyed it. But do I think it was worth the amount of people that ended up leaving the movie? And when I say leaving the movie, I mean the deaths that occurred in this movie? I don't think it was worth it that much. Mm-hmm. Because you only really get the real Harry back for like a, like a probably like a good 30, 40 minutes. And on top of that, he's, you know, he's still trying to find himself. And he's not the same Harry that you exactly remember until the end of the movie so it's just unfortunate that that's what had to happen for him to come back if you look at it mm-hmm. from this from like when you're writing the script all this happens and then this is that's it you yeah. know there's a scene in the movie where you know he's reminiscing on harry and he's you know he's you know he's reminiscing on harry but then there's another scene in the ending of the movie i'm just like dude you lost so many people just to get that one person it's kind of ridiculous Mm. um that's what i think about it honestly um now let's talk about some of the twists and turns here okay now look pedro pascal was you know you and i will say okay look he was one of he was one of the best characters right i agree best action scenes too yes i just do not like the twist that that they did with this character whatsoever it was kind of the dumbest to me i did not like that twist Mm. i thought it was one of the dumbest twists interesting I thought it was one of the dumbest twists, and I think, and I'm like, I can't get into spoilers, but yeah. yeah, I mean, I just, I just, I just thought it was one of the dumbest twists that you could have done with this character because he, he's such a likable actor, you know, and it just for me, it just really pissed me off. Um, I'm not gonna go in anymore further than that, but I, I kind of came out of nowhere. And the thing is, okay. it was kind of predictable before you saw what happened to. It was kind of predictable, so. I came out of nowhere, 
and then once once you once you got that little tip, it it, it became extremely predictable for me. Mm. I, I just didn't like it. I, I disagree. I I didn't mind what happened or what goes on with his character. Just in general, I liked his character through and through, all the way to the end. Um, now, I don't like the reason for what happens, and that goes into my final negative for this movie. This movie has a very clear has very clear social commentary in it. It is very obvious what they're trying to do, and that's my problem with it. Is what they're saying in the movie towards the end, is it, and really throughout when it comes to the president, the character of the president, what they're trying to say with that character, is it important, and is it, under, like, I can get why you would want to say something, and it makes sense, it's a very kind of important thing to say, right? But mm-hmm. I don't, I think it was very on the nose. I really wish they could have, like, I don't know, just reeled it in a little bit. I feel like at times I was just like, okay, I get it. I get what you're saying here. Just relax. Um, that's really my last negative is that I think the commentary, the social commentary, while important, was a little too on the nose for me. That's my last negative. That's what I got. Yeah. Um, bad CGI, like Carlos and I just said. Fair but enough, yes. I, yeah, I mean, it was really, sometimes it was distracting. I took me out of the movie sometimes. Especially with those uh, mechanical dogs, but um, other than that, man, I mean, it was pretty. It was a pretty good movie. Other than, other than those names that we mentioned, Carlos, what is your rating for this movie? Seven point one. Interesting. Interesting that you said a seven point one. Is that where you're going? Solid, <laughs> um, I'm at a solid seven, man. That's oh wow! Interesting, because I did really enjoy the movie. But see, I'm disappointed that it's not as good as the first one because I really love the trailer. See, for me, so, I think this is around the same level as the first one. It's just it's the same. I don't know. I give this first one around like a 7.8, 7.9. And then uh-huh. this one's just like a solid 7. Okay. So that's almost a whole point. That's almost a whole point off, honestly. Yeah. The I don't it's fascinating because I'm very curious to see how this one ends up being and I don't know of course I don't know the Rotten Tomatoes score I don't know how it's being received or whatever I don't know the fan the audience score because I remember the year that the first one came out like there were people like saying Academy Award this is one of the best movies of the year if the Oscars had balls they would nominate this blah 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 and people it was like on everybody's favorites of the year list everybody's top 10 of the year and I, that's where my kind of just, man, I wish I loved the movie as much as everybody else comes from. But I mean, I just feel, me, I just think it's weird. I think, I just think one, of, I totally forgot. My other negative was Jeff Bridges without a beard. <laughs> that's, how can that be a negative? Why? <laughs> Why did he have to cut off his beard? I didn't like it. Oh my gosh. I thought it was so weird. <laughs> I, I thought Elton John's character was weird. <laughs> Elton John was arguably the most annoying character in the entire movie. Oh, and one more thing. Very annoying. Before we move on to our next subject here, is this, what? what is going on with Hollywood and that freaking John Denver song? Which one? That Take Me Home Country Road. It's been in three major movies now. Which movies has it, has it been in besides this one? Alien Covenant and uh, Logan Lucky and now this movie. What the frick? I don't know. <laughs> it's been in three major movies and like a main and important part in three major movies this year. Like I'm, I, I swear, I maybe heard this song a couple times before this year, and then all of a sudden it's in like every other movie. So <laughs> it was just I don't know. I, I heard it again, and I'm like, again? What the frick? What is going on? Um. So yeah, that that's just a random observation I have. Uh, let's move on, I guess. And this la- this other second topic is kind of what I was just talking about. It's a- because after I came out of this movie, when I was walking back to my car, I was like, man, I'm sure everyone's going to love this movie. And I just wish I loved this franchise as much as everyone else seems to. And that goes for a lot of things. And it goes, honestly, for a lot of Matthew Vaughn movies um, with like, you know, his, his other, I mean, people praise his X-Men movie, obviously, and it's just, I don't know, it's... You don't like First Class? 
it's it's good. It, it's not my favorite X Men movie. I think Days of Future Past is clearly better, but people argue to the death on that issue. But anyway, that's what we want to talk about. We want to talk about movies that the everyone seems to just love and absolutely adore, and this can go for a whole franchises as well. But we just we don't. And, and we do, we get it, we get why people like it, but it's just, it's not our thing. And I, that's what we kind of talk about here. It's kind of like unpopular opinions, but not necessarily. It's a little more confined than that. You're not going to get some random uh, TV hot takes or anything like that coming at you right here. But, Ozzy, why don't you start us off? Because I think I know where you're going to start. Uh, Star Wars, man. I really think it's overhyped. I really do. I had someone else... Admit it to me that it's overhyped, and I was like, "Thank you for admitting that." There's no reason for it to be a culture to some people. Just I don't, I don't see the need for it. Um, it's good, it's good movies, it's great, it's fun, yeah. But I just don't see the 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 major. The, I just I still don't understand the huge hype behind it. I never did. I watched all the old ones, the prequels. And since this podcast, I have watched even the two new ones. Great movies. I even gave, I we even had a debate about it. And we even had a debate about Star Wars and I was a part of it. Great stuff. It's just, I, I'm not, I'm not even going to necessarily say that, like, I wish I was in love with it as much as anybody else. I just still don't understand why it's got that huge following behind it. I think, we, I just, yeah, I just never, I just don't get it. That's just me, but I mean, I'm happy to everybody who loves it as much as I do. <laughs> I think we've talked about this a little bit before um, in probably an unpopular opinion segment, but I don't know. I, I find it curious. Do you think it's, did you just not like, you didn't really grow up with it necessarily. Like you didn't have, like your parents weren't like rushing to show you this mo- these movies or anything, right? Yeah. I mean, I went to go see the prequels. Like my dad took me to go see the prequels and everything. And I liked the prequels for what they were. But it just never really stuck out to me as, like, this is something I need to freaking get behind. Like, this is, these are the characters, people. Like, Anakin Skywalker, 100%. Like, I want to, like, I need to learn more about him. Like, I want to, like, I love that franchise. Like, nah, I just, I never got it. I just, for me, it was never, it was never that. (laughs) Um, that that's fascinating to me. I mean, it, I don't know. It might be that you start, I mean, you probably watched the, um, original trilogy before, but I mean, maybe if your first memory is the prequels, then I can, and may, I don't know, maybe you are a little bit more of a film critic at that point where you're like, yeah, these aren't very good. And that's fair. A lot of people will feel that way about the prequels, but it is what it is. I mean, no, I mean, I enjoyed the prequels, actually. I really did like the prequels. I was one of those people who was like, yeah, I mean, the prequels are really good. Um, and I especially really, like, my heart sank. I think one of the best scenes in the entire Star Wars, actually, is when Anakin's fighting Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean, I, th- I think that's just one of the most gut- gut-wrenching scenes. Because scene, you, yeah. yeah, because, I mean, you see, because for me, what the prequels did is, like, they showed, they showed the relationship between Anakin and Obi-Wan Kenobi, mm-hmm. you know? And these are the, those are the two characters I cared about. And I was honestly heartbroken that he ends up becoming Darth Vader. Like, I didn't know that was going to happen. You know what I'm saying? I had mm-hmm. no idea. So I was waiting to see Darth Vader because everybody had like had hyped up Darth Vader. So I was, the only thing I was really disappointed in was that we only saw Darth Vader for like two seconds. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, like it was, I did really enjoy the prequels for what they were. And I really did like them. Again, I just, I, I just, for me... I'm not in love with it. Like it's not it's not star like when everybody says may the fourth be with you when it hits May, it's mm-hmm. not for me, I'm just like, why is that a thing? It's May. It's not that big of a deal. Like are we gonna do that in every freaking month? Like February, January, February month. Like I don't I just I don't get it. I just don't understand why there's such a culture to this. Because I don't know, it's just like, sometimes like Sometimes things just happen where it's like a cultural phenomenon. And I guess you're just saying that you don't understand why it became a cultural phenomenon. And I, yeah, like, I get I that. I understand. Yeah, like I understand that it's great. Like I understand that it's good, you know? Yeah. But people really overhype that film to be like the greatest movie of all. Like this is like the greatest franchise of all time. And I'm just like, I mean, eh, like it's good. I think it's definitely like some, I, I mean, it deserves to be in the top 10, of course. 
but I'm not gonna say it's like the greatest of all time and then yeah. hype it up and okay. then live by the the Star Wars culture. Yeah. And no, I mean, I guess I'd have to learn more about it, read some of the books, honestly. But I mean, this is again, this is my opinion. You mm-hmm. can, this is fair this, enough. This is, yeah. All right. So <laughs> one for me is i mean other than kingston because i've talked about that we already i mean we did just did a whole review like i don't understand why people love this franchise so much at this point but whatever is this is this is another george lucas related thing which is funny and interesting that that's the case indiana jones i I think it's a very good franchise, and I know, uh, Ozzy, you haven't seen very many of them, which, that's a little depressing to me, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, for those of you who don't know, I've only seen Crystal Skull. That's so sad. So, I, I have no idea, like, I saw it, and because everybody was really excited for Crystal Skull, yeah. and everybody was pissed off, and I was like, uh, this is what everybody was talking about? What? <laughs> um, my... Okay, my my thoughts on these on these movies. They they're good. They they are very good. I'm not going to sit here and go they're bad movies. But I honestly and this is something that nobody wants to say, I think they're of their time. I think that they're very very if you look back at them now and someone if a kid were to watch these now, it's they're very kind of cheesy and they're they're fun, but they're also kind of silly in a way and it's not in an intentional way. It just, they're kind of silly and they're kind of cheesy. Now, are are they great for what they are? And do did they impact everything moving forward? Yes. I mean, the impact that these movies had are undeniable. And that's why I respect them. I get it. I get why people love them. But they're, they're fine. And I, I, I don't understand why people get so passionate about this franchise. I mean, people like... Jesse hates Crystal Skull. I know we've talked about that a little bit before. He hates it. And I don't hate it. And I think that's partially because I'm not as attached to this franchise as he is. So I didn't, it didn't break my heart as much as everyone, everyone else when Crystal Skull wasn't as good as the first three. And yeah, and I do think the third one is the best of them. Not Crystal Skull. That's, uh, What's the third one called? Last Crusade. Uh, that that I think that one is the best of them. But I, I just overall think the franchise is it's it's good. It's just not it's not as great as everyone seems to want to make it out to be. I agree. And they're past their time, and I think that's the biggest thing. And another thing, and and this is kind of it's not going to be like my official second one, but it's one to throw out there that's a little. Again, it's it's a little dated. And I think they're, again, I think they're great movies. I think overall they're better than the Indiana Jones movies is, and again, this is not my definite one, but I do want to point out that they are dated, is the Back to the Future movies. They are kind of dated, let's be honest. A hundred, dude, I was always going to say that, but I, I, I knew people were going to flip. I, I've seen them. I just I haven't watched them since I was a kid, and I'm just like <laughs> I I don't understand the hype. I I don't I I really don't understand. That's funny. That, is that your actual cool. one? Is that your next one? No, that wasn't my next okay. one. I mean, I, I didn't want to say it because <laughs> I know I'm already gonna get crap from you from another one that I'm about to put up. I know you're okay. gonna be like, "Are you kidding me?" And yeah, I was like, "Go for it." No, but um, I was I was thinking the, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, "Dude, I I really don't understand the hype behind Back to the Future." Like when like when it was actually. It was, I think it was like a few years ago, uh-huh. like when it when it was like the actual date of when he actually went to the future. Yeah, and everybody was flipping out. I was like, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> it really isn't. It's not. Shut up. <laughs> it, it's fine. <laughs> what? And everybody was like, remember, remember, write down what you were doing at this time. I was like, it's not that big of a deal, people. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> It's not. Um, but all right, I'll, I'll go ahead and say my next one. All right, go for it. And I know you're going to kill me for this one, too. Uh, Toy Story. What? Yeah. I, I, That's look, insane I, to me. Like, <laughs> look, I, I think it's... You're look, right. <laughs> good franchise. Awesome. I'm not in love with it. I, again, this is one of those things I was just like... Heartless. Like, I was all about Aladdin, Lion King, and all those types of animations. I really wasn't. And then, and then I totally got sidetracked by Shrek. So, Toy Story, I was like, yeah, I mean, I mean all right, cool. I mean, 
You're insane. <laughs> All right, man. Like I just, I just didn't get it. Like I, I liked the third one for what mm-hmm. it was, and I was like, it's really good. And then the ending scene, I was like, I can't believe I'm about to cry. It's really good. Oh yeah. But that, but it so was, how can you say that you're admitting that the third one is as impactful as it is, but you don't love? I, I, don't, I don't. I just don't like the franchise as a whole. And I watched the, th- and uh, the thing is, I was okay. a lot. You gotta realize, like. I like I watched the third one when I was older, you know, mm-hmm. like when I was a lot older. So I saw the third one as its own thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I didn't watch the whole franchise. I didn't grow up with the franchise like you and everybody else did. I saw like I saw like the second and first one years after, and I was just like, I kind of, I mean, I kind of don't care. And I really didn't, I didn't really didn't analyze it like we analyze films today. You know, yeah. we're like, we're just like, okay, well, this is that's kind of like that's a cool. It's a cool thing where like toys just go back to just being toys when their owners are around, but then when they leave, they're just you know they're alive or whatever. Mm-hmm. I never thought about it like that. I was just like oh, it's whatever. But um, I do think that the third one is pretty good just because of the ending scene, though. I'm not necessarily in love with the third one. Okay. Anyways, it's not like in my top ten most animated film, like best animated films of all time. Okay, I think that there. Well, then I I honestly think that there's a little bit of a common theme is that you everyone else you in your view everyone else to have grown up with these movies right and this these franchises and you didn't really and you kind of came to them for the most part i mean with the prequels for star wars you came to them when you were mostly younger but you didn't really come to these franchises and like actually look at them and try to analyze them until you were older so you just don't have that kind of nostalgic connection that a lot of people have. Yeah. Yeah. That That's interesting. And I think that that's fair. And it goes along with kind of what we're trying to do here is like, I mean, maybe if you did kind of grow up with these movies and watch them as like, as you were younger, as we, cause we, I mean, honestly, we're basically the age of, or more or less, we're the age of the, of Andy in the movies when they were coming out right i mean more or less give or take a few years but we were around those ages so in a way we were at the right age to grow up with these characters but the fact that you didn't kind of you just you just don't have the attachment and that i guess that makes sense yeah i don't know i don't really tell anybody who gets mad at me i'm just like sorry man (laughs) (laughs) i don't tell you bro yeah um yeah uh this I think this one is super disappointed <laughs> I, I i don't know i get it because again if you didn't grow up with it then now i disagree i i would say that these are i i mean i know when we talked about movie trilogies it was my number one um because i think it's the best movie trilogy of all time uh just when you look at quality but i so i disagree with you but again i kind of understand how you wouldn't have the kind of love for the franchise as some other people. Uh, all right. My next, my, or my second one is not necessarily a franchise because, to, or the franchise, because to be honest, I've only seen the first one, not the other two. It's the matrix. Have you seen the matrix? Ozzy? Uh, I've seen, I've seen all three of them. Oh, you have? Okay, that that's good. I'm kind of disappointed in you. See, okay. <laughs> Here's my thing. Do I understand the... Again, this is a very common theme for me, is I get the importance of it. I get what it did for the movie industry and for filmmaking going forward. I get it. And I, I respect it for that. But that movie is so 90s. <laughs> it really is. Uh, there is some really, really cheesy action sequences. And I know the slow-mo, the, the bullet time thing was, like, revolutionary at the time. Uh, it's not anymore. And I think they overused it at that point because it was so, like, kind of new then. And I, I just... I don't get people's love for this franchise. I wish I had it because I wish I was motivated to watch this other two because um, I, I just want to like see if they're as disappointing as others have said. But I have no desire to because I didn't even like love the first one. I think it's fine. I think it. I, I get why it's important. And I get that it kind of, in a way, had some important 
it had some interesting questions and interesting ideas, but I don't think it's this kind of genius, revolutionary, like, uh, mind-blowing experience that everyone had said. And maybe, and I think that the danger, because uh, this is a movie that I did not watch until much later. So this is something similar to you in that sense. And... I think the danger of that is when you watch an older movie that people are like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. And you, and they're like, it's, it was such a huge movie. And it's like, maybe, are you only saying that because it's the first time you saw something like that? Because now at the point that I had watched it, it was like, I swear I'd seen a billion of things that were just like the Matrix. You know, I, I see a billion things that had just as big concepts, or just as big of concepts in them. And in my opinion, did it a little better and yeah, I feel the same way yeah. I feel the same way about some of the older films that you know that we're that we watched like for me I mean look I respect the godfather for what it is but I'm Ooh, not in that love one with I it. disagree with you on Man, I'm not in love brilliant. with it I'm not in love with it as everybody else is I understand what it did for cinema and everything and I do agree it's probably like I respect the I respect the hell out of it because it's one of I do I do agree that hey it's one of the probably one of the best films of all time but I'm not in love with it as everybody else did just because I watched it years. I mean, first of all, it's it was around – I think it was around the time I was born or a little before I was born. For what? And then I hadn't watched uh, Godfather. The Godfather came out uh, in the 70s, dude. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm saying. Like, I – like, see, like, I, like it's like – see, it came out before my time and then I didn't watch it till I was much older. And so, you know, it's it's like I watched something like years, you know, it was filmed years ahead of my time. So it's like it's not going to have the same impact on me as there, as like as you're going to have it. You understand what I'm saying? I think I mean, as, I think as with The Godfather, I think with The Godfather, it's more of a case of you have to be in the right mindset to watch that movie. And you have to go like I'm going to watch something that is just a straight drama. I mean, there's not much action in The Godfather. There are some action. And when it's violent, it is violent. But you have to kind of know, I'm going to sit down, and I'm going to watch a three-hour epic-type, like, drama, right? And I think if you're not in the right mindset, you just go, oh, this is one of this, I've heard this is one of the best movies of all time, then you're going to sit and go, maybe, you know, that was kind of boring. And a lot of those movies, a, a lot of older movies, I think it takes a couple of times, especially movies that people claim are the best of all time, because if, they, if people are holding them up as the best of all time, Sometimes it takes more than one viewing to process what you just saw. I mean, yeah, I might have to watch those movies again. I mean, I just, I mean, it's but just I, the first and the second. Look, one. I'm going to be honest. I completely agreed with you on. I, I was on the same boat as you with The Godfather the first time I watched it. I've watched it two more times since then, and now I am where I am. Where I'm like, this is one of the best movies I've ever seen. So I think there are some of these movies where it takes more than once to see it, but. Um, to go to bring it back to the Matrix, which is what I was talking about. I don't think that's the case for me. I just, it's fine. It, it's. I think that just because it was the first at what it did, is why it gets so much love. I think there are other movies that have done similar things better. I mean, you disagree with me? I mean, I do me? think it's gonna get. I mean, I think it's gonna get better over time. I mean, you can't really. I mean, kind of like I remember the first. I remember the first iPhone. You know. Mm -hmm. You know. I think. I mean, it deserves that respect because it was the first of its kind. Clearly, oh, there's I'm not, better I'm not phones. disagreeing, yeah. But yeah. yeah, I mean, clearly there are better phones out there now. I mean, clearly you can do so much more, you know? I mean, if you look at an old iPhone now, you're going to be like, I don't understand the hype. I really don't. This mm -hmm. is a touchscreen phone that can barely do anything. I don't understand it. But I mean, I feel like I feel like there has to be some respect there. I feel like it, I mean, for me, it's not going to lose that spot. I mean, it, it is one of the best. I mean, for me, I, I personally enjoy it just because, I mean, that's when we first got Keanu Reeves. Well, that's the first time I saw Keanu Reeves. Um, so I was really happy about that. I thought it was one of the best action movies and the, I, that I had ever seen at the time, and I thought it was really freaking cool. So that's why I personally See, but it. okay, Th this is where we get into trouble because I think when – and this – I mean, this has turned into a much more – complex discussion which i love but um i think when you talk about something and you call something like one of the greatest blank of all time but in this case greatest movies of all time right you're saying of all time that means that it stands it stands as the greatest moving forward in time 
Now, I think, in my opinion, you can put Godfather up there. Anybody can watch Godfather and say, man, that's an impressive film. Jaws, you can put Jaws there and say, it doesn't matter what time, how, like, you can watch that movie 300 years in the future and still go, that is a freaking good movie. There are movies like that, but... I, in my opinion, and I know this is where people are going to disagree, I don't think The Matrix is one of those. I think we're going to continue to move forward and look back on The Matrix and go, it's not as good anymore. And there's definitely movies like that throughout history where at the time people loved it. And then you look back and you go, you know, it was good at the time. It's not good anymore. Uh, so I guess that's my overall point. But <laughs> I think the mythology has a lot to do with it too. I mean, it's yeah, pretty I, I get it. I mean, I it has, it, but, has yeah. some of the best. I mean, it has. I mean, people still make memes about. Um, I know, yeah, the, Lucius with the freaking uh, red pills. And, yeah, I mean, the red and blue. Yeah, pill. I mean, it's. I think it's gonna be. I mean, I think it's gonna be one of those films that stands out. I mean, I do think it's one of the best of all time. I mean, I for just, most people, it has. That, opinion, that's yeah. why I'm just saying. I wish I loved this movie as much as everybody else, so I can agree with you. But I, I just don't. Um, so when people are like, get all passionate about, you know, them talking about remaking the matrix or doing another sequel. And I'm just like, I, I don't care either way. I didn't even see the second and third one and I don't really <laughs> love the first one. So whatever. I wouldn't mind seeing a, a remake of it. I think it'd be interesting to see what they can do with it. With yeah. the technology that we have now, I feel like it'd be interesting, but True. I'm going to go to my number three. Okay. Um, I think it's going to be one that you actually agree with me on. I'm going to give you a little break. Despicable me. Look, man. I've only seen I the do. last one, and I don't. I've only yeah. seen the first and the third one. Yeah. I don't understand the hype. Besides, like when, it, when, like when we're talking about like minions uh-huh. and stuff like that, I just I don't understand why the minions are so loved. Yeah. They literally don't speak a word, and it's apparently the best thing in the world. Um, I just don't get it, and they really didn't do anything in in the third one. Yeah, it was just. I was like, okay, this is what we're getting. I don't understand why, but sure. <laughs> and Steve Carell's voice, look, man, I, I love Steve Carell. I do. Yeah. But he has one of the most annoying voices in the damn movie, and it drives me insane. Mm-hmm. It really does. I just don't understand the love for this trilogy. Maybe it's just a kid's thing. I don't know, but I don't love it. Uh, I know people that are my yeah. age that are just like, Despicable oh. Me is amazing. Oh, trust me. I know people, too. There's a lot of people who have a love for this franchise, and I honestly do not understand. And this is one of those where I I don't think I want to understand. So that's why I I didn't even think of it, because it's like, yeah, I don't like that franchise, and I don't care to. So, uh, but yeah, that's fair enough. I don't really. I'm. I'm trying to think. I don't know if I necessarily even have another one. Um, do you have any more? Uh, or yeah, I got. I got two more. Oh wow. More. Okay, go for it. Um, Take it away. All right, this one. This one. All right. I'm gonna give you a little. You know, I'm gonna say the best for last. I know. I know this last one. Another one that I have at number four. Okay. Is going to probably destroy you. <laughs> all right. I'm not gonna say it right now. But um, Hunger Games. And the reason why I'm saying Hunger Games is because I feel like if. Because honestly, and I've told I told Carlos this, and I told Carlos this from the from the get go. Mm-hmm. I love the first one, but I read the books, and then I hated the movies <sighs> after I read the books. So I wish what I would have done is seen all the movies first, then read the books, mm-hmm. because or not have read the books at all. Because I mean, I feel like that's when we first got Jennifer Lawrence. That's when she first got noticed, and. You know, I really love Jennifer Lawrence. I feel like she's an amazing actress, especially after her performance of Mother, how we just praised her mother. She's an amazing actress. But um, it just sucks how, like, those movies that really made her shine, I don't like. It's just because I read the books. Yeah. So I wish I could just be like, I like the movies for what they are. Then I read the books, and I'm just like, I'm not going to go back and rest the movies because, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's just how that's just how I view it. Yeah, like, you are you are a fire. bit of a book yeah. snob when it comes to those movies, and that's fine. I'm gonna call myself a book snob, man. <laughs> I just I just look. Uh, for me, look, man. If you're gonna look, uh, I think we I think we had this discussion yeah. before. If you're gonna if you're gonna do something that has the source material of a of a comic book or or of a or of a, um 
or of a book, you know, use the most important things in there. Um, I feel like uh, you and you know, use some of the small important things. I feel like Marvel did has done a great job so far. No one's really upset with the MCU. I feel like they've had to make a few. They've had to make a few necessary changes just because. You know, when you're dealing with a more mature universe, I will, I'm just going to go ahead and say maybe in the MCU. And then on top of that, you just have different circumstances. Like they've set up different circumstances. So you have to you have to be able to, um, you know, they have to be able to, you know, make these changes. Mm-hmm. And I feel for the most part, the comic book community and the um, and the audiences that have just seen the movies have accepted these changes and have really gone forth and, and really liked it. I think that it, I mean, and because there's still there's still it's still these characters that they love that they know and love. Mm-hmm. You know, as for you know Hunger Games, one of the things that will always get me, one of the things that will that will always get me is Peter's character. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind the fact that he kept his like in this movie. I don't. Spoiler alert, by the way. Um, for those of you guys who haven't seen Hunger Games or haven't read the books. I'm just going to go ahead and spoil this for a second. He loses his leg in the books, and he has a mechanical leg. It doesn't, for me, look, I, I don't like, that's fine that he got his leg. I'm not going to go ahead and, and, and dock the freaking um, movie any point for that. But he had just he had just so much more character in there. And Carlos, I feel like if you would have read those books, you would agree with me that he had so much more character. And ultimately think that you would have been like, you know what, man, I would have loved to see the director exploit that and really put that in the film. Because it would have been such a different dynamic. I personally didn't see the third one just because I did the second one extremely disappointed me, and I didn't see the last two because I thought I, I'm tired of this trend where Hollywood has to give a cliffhanger for the last book. I think that's the dumbest thing. And for me, the fact that the second book already set up a cliffhanger, mm-hmm. and then you're setting up another cliffhanger for the third book, that to me was just the dumbest decision, and that's why I couldn't even follow through with the last two movies. Cause I was just, I was just, cause I know just because of how I read the books, the second one, the second book is already a cliffhanger. There's no need to make a cliffhanger in the third book. There's just, there's, this is not. And the third book is probably the worst book, just because it's just so lengthy in detail that it doesn't need to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why I was just like, there's no need for, there's really no need for Man, the cliff. There, yeah. I could like, just go and there's like I could talk about this whole book and movie we're issue probably, for you know, a while, we're, but we're probably gonna have a you know for I would time's like to sake i'm not gonna go into it <laughs> yeah i mean i would like to have a debate uh where we can have two people like one person that agrees with me and then one person that agrees with you you, yeah. you and then we can just go at it well maybe, maybe we'll do it sometime maybe we'll do it on like a tuesday episode and we can get some like members from our team to to come in and, and do that but um yeah it'd be really interesting to have that debate but um going into my number four I actually know my number five, and Carlos, you are going to be so upset with me, because I, I will. I will admit I need to rewatch these movies. I, I really do. Okay. Okay. Before you get pissed off, I'm of trying me, to I think know. of which ones. I, I don't know. Oh boy! Are you ready? <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Oh man, that's <laughs> yeah. You do. I need to rewatch uh. those movies because the only thing I remember, the only thing I remember uh, from them right now is um, the, one, the only thing that really sticks out to my head is when uh, is is the third one, and that whole battle scene I have to say is an amazing scene. That whole battle sequence is really is just a great scene. Um, but other than that, I was just like, this man won Oscars for this trilogy. I gotta watch it again. I I feel like it's gonna take me a while because I I did like the second Hobbit movie. I didn't like the first one, and the third one felt like it was missing something. And I do feel like it was an interesting. I do feel like it's an interesting mythology enough for me to get behind it because mm-hmm. I do like I do like movies like that. I just feel like I need to rewatch those movies and really and really try to ignore the fact that it's dated and really just try to get into it. So I will admit, but that it's, it's probably, not. It, it's I a, I don't think it's really dated. I think that there maybe are some CGI things that date it, but. I mean, man, I disagree on that. But at the same time, I think this is probably your best one because you are saying that you need to rewatch it because I think you want to be at the same point as everybody else. I do because exactly. I, mean, I feel like it's such I, – I do because I feel like it's just such a – you know, I, I absolutely love mythology like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I love the history and I feel like The Hobbit was trying to do the history lore and it kind of it kind of you know faltered yeah uh it faltered in that and you know once i started looking at the his- game of thrones history like, i'm like this stuff is really cool and i'm look i love history and i love mythology mm-hmm. um i'm one to i'm one that loves that kind of stuff and i do love the fact that it's set it's set in the medieval ages i do 
Um, movies like that excite me. Like I, I love movies like that. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like I think I I think I'd have to rewatch it to really get into it mm-hmm. because you know you get some of these characters that are in even that are even in the that are even in the Hobbit movie. And I'm just like I love that. I like that character. I like Gandalf. Um, I like Orlando Bloom's character. I forgot what his name is. Legolas. Like off the top of my head. Yeah, Legolas. I like Legolas. Um, and I want to see these. And I, you know, and I want to see these characters um, in more things. I want to see where they continue. But I watched it when I was again. I was younger. I didn't really grow up with these films as well. But um, I know I haven't grown up with a lot of stuff. <laughs> I grew up with the weirdest stuff. I grew up with Pirates of the Caribbean and like a few other movies. Yeah, that's why I have my love for those movies. But. Um, no, I just um I just want to see him again because I, I do think that I do think that they're I do think that if I rewatch them, I feel like I'm gonna be in love with them. I really do. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm gonna be like, okay, well this is why it's it's as good. Yeah. I see, I disagree with you, but at the same time I think that this is I mean, this is probably your best like entry into this whole thing because <laughs> you are sitting here and you're this is kind of the spirit of it. You're sitting here and saying, I need to rewatch it because I, I want to appreciate it more. And that's that's good, I guess. So, um, <laughs> all right. Well, I guess we are done crapping on things for now. So <laughs> we are going to move into recommendations and. I will go first to give Ozzy a little bit of time just in case he doesn't have one. So, because <laughs> Thank you, Carlos. I was, I was saving this for... Well, actually, I could have two recommendations, and I might throw them both in there. Number one is... Because a lot of people were talking to me, and we're after I saw Mother, because like I said, a lot we I've talked to a lot of people about this movie, just because I love talking about this movie. And one of the questions that was brought up was what my favorite Darren Aronofsky movie and what's the best Darren Aronofsky movie and the answer to both of those questions of the ones that I've seen I haven't seen all of them I've seen bits and pieces of Black Swan I've seen Requiem for a Dream I've seen The Wrestler and Mother as well and the best one and my favorite one of the ones I've seen is The Wrestler The Wrestler is one of the best movies I have ever seen and it is not anything like Mother if you're worried about that it is very much a straight line narrative but man is it deep as well Uh, it's about this pro wrestler who used to be at the top of his game and now he kind of just does these things just to make money just to get by and he has a lot of issues health wise and he's dealing with um, family issues with his, I believe, daughter, and all these different things, and it, it's it's one of the best movies I've ever seen, and it's definitely my favorite and the best Darren Aronofsky movie. I never understood why people love pro wrestling, and then I watched this movie, and I was like, I still don't fully understand why people love it, but... I completely, 100% respect pro wrestlers because of that movie. It is absolutely stunning. It's one of the best movies I've ever seen. So that's the best Darren Aronofsky movie, in my opinion. Now, and that's definitely a recommendation. Go find it. Watch it if you haven't. It's amazing. My second recommendation is something that I've been watching, or I watched on Netflix in one night. And I should not have been up as late as I was watching it. And it is absolutely hilarious. And it is the new Netflix show, American Vandal. This show is basically like if somebody watched Superbad and um, Making a Murderer and was like, let's combine those. <laughs> it is a comedy version of an... Uh, it's a uh, mockumentary. Yeah, yeah. It's, kind, yeah, it's kind of a mockumentary. It's, it's basically a parody slash, in a way, satire of just of these kind of true crime type shows and movies, right? And basically, this kid is accused of and really convicted by his school of drawing penises on the cars of his... i've only seen three episodes oh my gosh it's so good it's it's, it's pretty good it's pretty good so and far he's claiming his innocence and it's basically this kid decides i'm gonna see if he really did it or not and the way they break it down and they take it the whole show takes it so seriously and it is so stupid but it is hilarious like there is one scene where they're just like hey well, she sent it with two Y's. So now I don't know whether to believe if she's lying or telling the truth. And they break down and it's like all over. And it's all because of one additional Y. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's just it's funny because these kids are in high school and they're literally just breaking down like the most like the most ridiculous ideas and they're just really breaking it down. It's and this so is hilarious. <laughs> it's, it's funny. 
Um, God, it was uh, that. Yeah. That was funny. So that's um, my. Those are my recommendations. <laughs> so what do you got? I was thinking about Strike the other day uh-huh. because I was listening to the theme song of the first one. Uh, that is just such a throwback animation movie. That's the animation movie that I personally grew up with. I know a lot of people don't like the third one. I think the second one was actually kind of good. But I actually love the whole entire th- – I love all three of them. So I'm going to go ahead and recommend like the – at least Strike 1 and 2. I mean, I think those two are really good. I'd agree with that. Um, yeah, I mean, at least Strike 1 and 2. I mean, they're just such great movies, um, such fun movies. And, I mean, it's great seeing Eddie Murphy as Donkey. It's great seeing um, – I forgot who plays. I forgot who voices Shrek. Mike Myers. But um, yeah, I was actually thinking Mike Myers. I was like, I don't think that's his name. It sounds too weird. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no offense, man. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, I think it's. Uh, I think it's a pretty good. Pretty good. I think th- these are some of the best animation movies of our time. Honestly, when we were growing up, um, I remember just. I remember going to the theater and seeing the second one, and uh, my friends and I talking about the third one. It was, you know, it was such a great time, and um, I rewatched them with my sister a few years ago, and it's, it's still, it's still, it's still just as funny. I still laugh at them, so I'll definitely, I definitely check out um, um, Shrek. Recommend right. Shrek over here. So, Ozzy, you want to sign us out? Of course, man. Where can people find you on social media? All right, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cherry four five six, and make sure you follow us all over social media, all at Screen Fellows. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube. We got a YouTube channel as well, and we're gonna get stuff back up on that pretty soon. And of course, our website screenfellows.com. Brianna does great stuff over there, and yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, man, definitely check us out on YouTube. Just rewatch a couple of videos for now. It's just, you know, we've been really trying to deal with the cleanup here of Irma. And uh, it's just been really crazy when it comes back to scheduling and stuff like that. I mean, I work at a store and it's just trying to get that stuff back up. Enrique has school, so he's just trying to, the school system trying to catch back up. So it's just a lot of stuff really coming back um, around here. And it's just also like the, like the, just the cleanup. I think my mom's actually going to Key West tomorrow to help clean up over there. It's just, there was a lot of damage in some parts. and especially in my neighborhood. I mean, we had a lot of trees come down. So it's just like, you know, it's just a lot of stuff that we're trying to really do when it comes to the hurricane impact. Um, we do have power. Like I said, everything's fine for the most part. Um, but again, it's just, you know, for some of you guys who haven't gone through a hurricane and Carlos can, can, uh, Carlos can agree with me here. It is a lot of cleanup oh, yeah, when you have great. those trees. Yeah. Like when you have those trees is coming down and you have some of them blocking the road, you have some of them. I mean, dude, we still have trees, down mm-hmm. they haven't even i mean and then there's just piles of just dead branches and leaves everywhere so it's just you know it's really you know trying to really clean up the community and really yeah. raise it back to where it was or at least um try to bring it back to where it was because again i mean these trees have been here for years now mm-hmm. um and it's i mean it's unfortunate that, that some of them are down uh, some of them got knocked down, but it's still maintenance that we have to do. Yeah. So yeah. What before we before you fully sign out, I do want to one more thing that I just thought of. Shout out to one of our most loyal listeners, Chucky. He has been sharing the podcast like I swear he shares like every episode, and he's been sharing the last couple with like huge things, talking about why he listens and all these different things. Like shout out to Chucky for continually, continuously supporting and sharing the podcast. That's what we need from all of our listeners because our numbers have been a little down recently, and I know it's been kind of crazy because of. You know, all this stuff, we've had a little bit of a fluctuating schedule for the past month or so, and we the movies aren't the best, so I, I get why the numbers are kind of not as where they were before. Like, we were, we were doing really well before, and now and we're doing good, but we're not doing where we want to be. So, if you're listening to this podcast... Follow Chucky's example. Share the podcast. Rate and review on iTunes. Come on, get let's let's get back to where we were, people. Let's get back to where we were, people. I mean, Oscar season is coming back up, and I know September doesn't really have a lot of great films and all that. But do I do want to thank our fans, such as Chucky, for really keeping up with us and really uh, supporting us through these tough times. Um, Chucky is our number one fan. He's just such an amazing guy. Uh, always supporting us. I've never even met the guy, but he's such a huge fan, and I love to meet him one day because he's just he's such a huge supporter of us. And I do, I do like the support that I get. I mean, just hearing about it, you know, he messages me on Twitter. Sometimes I can't necessarily respond just because I'm all over the place. 
But, um, you know, just to know that I have that support somewhere in the States is really, really, really nice is to have that feeling. And I really appreciate it. And the fact that I do that, you know, we do know his name, that we had him on the show, at least for one episode is amazing. I like to have, you know, I like, I honestly like to have him on the show again, probably like, you know, probably we'll set it up sometime, yeah. um, see what he thinks. But he's a, such a great guy, such a huge supporter. Um, go follow him on Twitter, guys. I don't like, uh, if you guys follow me on Twitter or if you guys follow Carlos, you guys just heard Carlos on there. Carlos uh, follows him, and I'm pretty sure Chucky follows him. You could also find Chucky on the screen for his followers page. I think it's Chucky some, Chuck something. Um, I, I don't, I'm not gonna, I, I'm not gonna pull up his name. Uh, let me pull up his name, but, um, <laughs> just such a great guy, man. I'm trying to get two followers, man, because you're such a great supporter. I'm pulling up Twitter right now. <laughs> I oh. really am. I'm trying to get this guy some followers. Yeah. So uh, basically, what you're, you're you Chucky should be gathering. Van, yeah. Chucky Van Hoos, at Chucky Van Hoos, follow him. Great guy. Posts a lot of great stuff on there. What you should Definitely be gathering from this is if you support the podcast, we'll shout you out. <laughs> yeah, man. If you support Come us, on. we shout you out, man. We shout you out. Yeah. I'll sure. shout you out on YouTube. All right. Let's do this. Let's do this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but you want to sign uh, us out? But, but uh, thanks, Chucky, for it being yeah. awesome. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Castro Aussie. 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 <laughs> I can't talk today. I don't know. Why did Aussie come out? That's stupid. Aussie. ZZY. Not O-S-S-I-E. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> too weird guys um and also if you guys have any recommendations any um anything like that just please feel free to email me at ozzy.castro at screenfellas.com guys we hope you enjoyed the show please feel free to listen and subscribe on itunes google play or soundcloud please write and re- please rate and review the podcast on itunes and google play also guys subscribe to our channel on youtube we watch those videos we do have some funny content on there we have some top tens by enrique check that out we also have some great trailer reactions from carlos and the rest of the team check that out as well um guys this is screen fellas